it was at this moment that he knew. Damn, son, where'd you find this? So just do it! Make your dreams come true! Just do it! You are now listening to the world's most popular, inaccurate, and sometimes squirrel telling of pop culture history. It's Podcast 42 on the Podfix Network. Are you sure? Are you ready? To rumble? Yeah. I suppose. Are you ready to rumble? Oh, um, no. You know whoever turns... You have to have your phone off. Yep. Because if it's on, you have to buy beer. That's right. It's a rule. Sorry, we probably should have told you that. <laughs> it's from Jen. Oh. <laughs> I'd rather have time to prepare and one up on jail on everything. Yeah. That's hard to do. I have an answer for almost anything. I know, even right if it's wrong. not right. <laughs> right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I just try and make it sound believable. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure that's my answers for work, too. Me, too. You could make it sound unbelievable. Oh, 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 oh. And that was the moment I pulled into the <laughs> driveway and I said, Here we are for Podcast 42. Time to record. <laughs> <laughs> Can't keep listening to this episode. Gotta record. <laughs> Speaking of Podcast 42, we're recording. I'm Christopher DeVos. I'm Sabrina Pierre. Jail Trose. And, and there's no Laura. No Hi. Laura. She's, she went to St. Augustine to visit family, relatives, That's... long lost relatives, long lost family, all found in St. Augustine mm. on a ghost That's tour. A long lost city. St. Augustine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Long lost. That's been there. That's it's the oldest city in America. The oldest city. But it's a long lost city. But it's lost. It's lost. Even though it's probably it was... one of the bigger tourist attractions <laughs> besides Disney in Florida. Uh-huh. But you can't find it because it's lost. You can't find it because it's, it's lost. It ends in a church. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, what's going on here is this is a supplement show because we've changed our recording schedule. You'll now get the main show every other week. Because we want to put some more um, creativity into it. Is that the word? Yes. 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 We don't want to do the script in 24 hours. So Last time it was in 12. Was it in 12? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I felt like a Saturday Night Live writer. Hopefully I did a better job than they did. Rewrites up until we started the show. <laughs> I mean, it had an ending. So. That's true. It had a definite ending. <laughs> so you'll get this one on Patreon, and it'll be free to start unless you were listening to this four weeks later, and then you gotta pay for it. Pay for it dearly. But we're going to do a modified JL's beer cooler. We were, we are revisiting a beer from episode number 84, the Podfix Mixtape. Um, at my request for this beer, what was it, JL? It was Dogfish Head 75-Minute IPA. It was delicious. Yes. It's a nice IPA brewed with some maple syrup. Oh, that's right. I remember now. Yeah. You I, gave the label a six, I believe. Probably. It is, it is pretty cool. 
That's why I like it. I'm yeah. I'm going to put maple syrup in everything from now on. I've decided I'm going to maple syrup my Coke Zero. I'm going to maple syrup my Pop Tarts. I'm going to maple syrup my ham sandwiches because maple syrup makes everything better. Look what it does for bacon. It's true. Yeah. Look what it does for pancakes and waffles and Belgian waffles. You put maple syrup on Belgian waffles? I don't know. Do you? I just thought it was supposed to have whipped cream. No, you can put syrup on... Powdered sugar. Belgian waffles. Fruit. Strawberries. Yeah. But I feel maple syrup would go really well on there. Maple syrup would go really well. On everything. Wait a minute. Is there an etiquette to Belgian waffles? If I've been doing Belgian waffles wrong, because it's a waffle, I'm going to put syrup on it. Why wouldn't you put syrup on a Belgian waffle? I don't know. There's nothing different about the waffle batter, right? I don't know. They're just... Really big. Like yeah, a, I was gonna say they're just bigger waffles. Yeah, they're like, waffles on steroids. It's I feel like, like a plate I go, for your toppings. Yeah, but I feel like you go through yeah. the maple syrup quicker with a Belgian waffle because the waffle is you so, just like soak it up. Yeah, it's just with massive. It's like here, I'm just gonna dump the bottle. And then you're like, I need more syrup. Yeah. So I'm wondering if I've ordered a Belgian waffle at like an IHOP or wherever you, you can get a Belgian waffle that's outside of Belgium, and I've been putting maple syrup on it. Everyone's been looking at me like. <laughs> Look at that guy. He's putting maple syrup on his waffle. What the, what the hell's wrong with him? I mean, that's how I would look at you, so. <laughs> no, I just, uh, I'd be like, dude. I think you'd sound just like that, too. I, yeah. Oh, look at that guy. He's just putting syrup on there. What an idiot. Look at that guy. He's putting maple syrup on his waffle. <laughs> oh, I'm still going to do it. I will put uh, maple syrup on a, um, what's those fried waffle things that you get at fairs? Churros? No, like no, um, um, the pizookie type. Like, not the yeah. pizookie, but like the, the foldable waffle. What the hell is that name called? I don't know. Turnover? No, they're no. like the, the flat waffle crunch <laughs> flat, like. Funnel cake? Then, no, funnel no, cake! No, not a funnel cake. That's yeah. not, not. Like the waffle cone. Sugar waffles? No, not the waffle cones. I was thinking funnel cakes. I don't know what you're thinking of. Like waffle cones. I would put maple syrup on a waffle cone now. And I would put maple syrup on a funnel cake. Maple syrup I had a red cream. velvet funnel cake at the Kissimmee Fair that was delicious. Ooh. It was really good. I one time had an Oreo cookie funnel cake. Oh, I would eat that. It was like a battered Oreo. That was amazing. I once had a funnel cake. <laughs> <laughs> How was it? It was so good. I added ice cream to it. Ooh. Well, I originally went up to this... Uh, I don't know what they're called. They're like, they're not like food trucks at the fair, but they move like a food truck. Yeah. Just <laughs> but whatever it was, I went up there and I was going trailers. to get the fried Reese's peanut butter cup Ooh. because I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> or you love yourself that much. <laughs> <laughs> and they had in the window, the red velvet waffle or uh, funnel cake funnel cake why can't i remember funnel cake (laughs) i'm gonna write it down hold on funnel waffle i'm gonna call it a funnel waffle so they had the red velvet funnel waffle in the window and i love red velvet i don't know why because it's just chocolate yeah it's red chocolate there's no distinctive flavor to it but if you make anything red velvet i'm gonna buy that and i'm gonna eat it so that's what i did and they're like do you want cream cheese frosting on it i'm like yeah it's not red velvet without cream cheese frosting. Are you nuts? Give it all to me. Mm-hmm. And then they said, do you want a fried chocolate pickle? I said, no. <laughs> that does fried not sound good with it. Pickle? Yeah. No. No, uh-uh. I'm not doing that. No, that's a hard pass. No. no. Yeah. No, that's not even a hard pass. That's just a pass. 
I like pickles, but fried chocolate pickle? No. Although now that we're talking about it, I'd probably try it just to say I'd be like, mm, I had a fried chocolate pickle and it was I don't disgusting. Know. I was just reading something. I saw an article and it was, um, I don't know where I saw it, but it was, we got rid of the bread and it's just a giant pickle that they use as the bread instead of adding pickle to a sandwich. No, who, I think maybe somebody at work was discussing this. But I just kind of went, and it was like, it's a gluten-free sandwich yeah. if you like pickles. That's yeah. not a bad idea. Like I was like, that's actually pickle. not a bad idea. Put everything on there that you like and skip the bread and just go with a giant pickle. But there might be a problem because you can't slice the pickle too thin because then the, nothing's going to hold into it. Right. And you don't want that outside. So how much of the pickle, pickle are you getting rid of is the question. I don't know. How, I don't know how well, this would be accomplished. I feel like, like that's the how they stackers. make those sandwich snack, like the stackers, like the. Mm-hmm. So those that want the bread, it's like here you go. This is what the pickle you're getting. But think they about get the like it, it'd be a fantastic way to do a Cuban if you can't Ooh, have bread. I don't know because you got to press it. I mean, you could still press it. I you mean, could press the meat and then put the, the cheese, cheese on it while it's super hot, and then, and then stick like the make it like the old double down. That KFC like, had like with the, the meat with the in two, between the meat as the bread. They did like yeah. KFC did that sandwich with the two chicken breasts. Yeah, make it like that. That could be the Cuban. Although they're doing pretty good with gluten free breads. Yeah, they're getting better. I just thought yeah. it was a creative idea. Get rid of the bread altogether and just go straight for the pickle. Do you know who yeah. makes a kick ass gluten free product? Is Sweet Tomatoes. They're gluten free muffins. You wouldn't even know. Oh, I know. Yeah, the, the what is it? The coconut ones are fantastic. They change them out all the time. Yeah, they had um, I forget what they had last time, but they were really good. Last time I went, they had lemon gluten. It might have been the lemon, but they were really good. Yeah, you can give them to somebody. Say, here, eat this. And Don't then, tell them it's gluten free. Yeah. It'd be like that old Folgers commercial. I replaced your fancy coffee with this gluten free muffin. It's like, oh, I was wondering why it was all crummy. Why is there crumbs? <laughs> this doesn't look like coffee at all. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> There's coffee grounds in my coffee. The best part of waking up is Folgers lemon muffin in, my in cup. your cup. Oh, I brought a, a game. Muffin. You brought a game? I brought a game. Yeah. I love games. It's a quiz type game, Ooh. but you don't need to write anything down. Okay. We're going to play Who Said It? Oh, boy. Gene Simmons or oh Kanye West? <laughs> Oh, God. It's going to fail. It's going to be awful. Most of my answers, I'm not going to lie, are probably going to be Gene Simmons. You might be surprised. I know. What if I just said Yeezy for all of them? Did you say Yeezy for all of them? We all know how much I love Gene Simmons. Yeah. Gene-Yeezy. You combined them? Is that what you did? Jeezy. That's cheating. (laughs) I think it's Wheezy. What? Uh... So I'll read the quote. And then just shout out your answer. So um, I have to shout it out loud? <laughs> shout shout it out. <laughs> Wrong band. Wrong band. <laughs> I know, but it was in my head. We're not Tears for Fears in this. Oh, it's going to be Tears for Fears the way I play. Well, then I'm going to rule the world. A lot of people are going to be crying. <laughs> I feel like Tears for Fears is an underrated band. They are. They are. I think they deserve more praise than they get. Except for Sowing the Seeds of Love. That song went <gasps> on way too long. Yeah, it is a good song. It's just really long. It's too long and too many chord changes. Chord changes are good. It's like... It shows how talented you are as a musician. No, it's like he had two songs and he just kind of fused them together because he couldn't complete the one half of the song and the other half of the song. Maybe the drugs were kicking in. Maybe. Sometimes I think that for the longer songs, that's what happened. It's like, oh, the drugs kicked in. That's why we're getting a little on top of on this uh, ballad. (laughs) So it's the Beatles theory. Yes. 
drugs kicked in on that one song where it's just um, Yellow Submarine. <laughs> That whole album. Yeah. No. What's the song that's just like a bunch of like random instruments playing and he's like talking? I think it was on the White Album. Oh, where he's the walrus. Cuckoo Kachoo, right? No, 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 no. Um, I am the walrus. They'll come to me. All right. Quote number one. Life is too short to have anything but delusional notions about yourself. Gene Simmons or Kanye West? Kanye West. Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. Should have went with my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like Kanye doesn't realize they're 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 delusional. That's why I thought it was Kanye. Oh, so you're trying to actually put some thought into this? Yeah, I mean that's probably why I'm going to be crying later. I just <laughs> naturally just say the first name that pops into my head. We know. Quote number two: <laughs> I crave ideas, and when I when an idea hits me, it grips me and it tortures me until I master it. Kanye. Kanye. Gene Simmons. That seemed very Kanye. It did. I didn't think he was the idea man of the group. I thought he was just the money man of the group. Maybe, yeah, maybe he is the idea man of the group then. Quote number three. When you're the absolute best, you get hated on the most. Kanye. Kanye. Kanye West. (laughs) That was a clear Kanye. Quote number four. I'm not a fan of books. I would never want a book's autograph. I'm a proud non-reader of books. Who was it? Gene Simmons. <laughs> you really want to say Kanye. So we're going with Kanye. Okay. You really wanted to say it, but then yeah. you didn't say anything. Kanye West. I wouldn't want a book's autograph. <laughs> Sorry, that shit's got me cracking up. I want to use that as a like, quote. I just I just pictured this giant book and him You know, like, at the end of this show, that might become my status update. <laughs> You don't I don't want, want a book's, book's autograph. autograph. I don't want a book's autograph. Yeah, I just see this book like like crying. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> short little arms. Like, mm. <laughs> Short little arms? Yeah. Like it's got short little Sitting arms. Sitting on Capitol like Hill. Big, like, you know, yeah. With the bill. <laughs> like a bill. <laughs> yeah. Or salty. Well, with that vision. <laughs> next quote. I'm fascinated with myself and love hearing the sound of my own voice. I like to hear what I have to say. A lot of people don't like being alone because they truly don't like themselves, but I love me. Was this Gene Simmons, Kanye yes, Con- Kanye West, or Jail Tros? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fascinated with myself. <laughs> I have said a lot while sitting here sampling from the beer cooler. That's true. I'm still going with Kanye, though. I think I might have stolen that from Kanye. (laughs) It's Gene Simmons. I am God's vessel, but my greatest pain in life is that I will never be able to see myself perform live. Kanye. (laughs) (laughs) Gene Simmons. Kanye West. (laughs) (laughs) You should only believe about 90% of what I say. As a matter of fact, don't even believe anything that I'm saying at all. Kanye West, Gene Simmons, or J.L. Tros? J.L. Tros! A musical people, who is it? Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. Kanye West. Ah. I like to approach every day like it's the only day I will ever have. Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. If people are saying you're wrong, it's probably a good sign that you're a genius. Gene Simmons. Kanye West. Kanye West. God, I'm a freaking genius over here. <laughs> All the goddamn time. 
And for the entire points, the last one, never underestimate the power of being popular in pop culture. You have to be able to do something. You can have a good seat at the restaurant, but you still have to pay for the meal. Fame is important, but to be rich is more important. Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. The last part gave it away. (laughs) I guess that was pretty obvious. Yeah. (laughs) Only believe a little bit of what I say. I don't want a book's autograph. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Are you still letting that one process? Yeah, because in my head, it's hilarious. Like, I don't know, like he's getting like VCR tapes, autographs and CDs, autographs and DVD autographs. And he gets to the book and he's like, sorry, I don't want yours. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Just that visual in the book's like, it's okay. I'm writing my autobiography right now. It's called This Might Not Be Factual but it'll make you feel satisfactual. <laughs> is that a oh. quote? It is now. It is oh, now. Okay. Is that a jail tros quote? Yes. yes. So we should do a game of jail tros versus Kanye West quotes. <laughs> it would if you went through all the stuff that I've said on this show, we could probably go 50-50 on that on if I said it or Kanye. <laughs> Especially after a few highlights. Oh, oh, I got another one. Ding, 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 went my mouth. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Sylvester oh, Stallone's <God>. dad. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's dad. His dad, yes. I just went ding, 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 with my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so I found this other thing while I was um, Facebooking, and it was um, an article that said, scientists have determined the most influential film of all time. Hmm. What do you think uh, they measured the influential film? What would be the criteria for influential film? This is a tough question. It is. Well, I was going to say just largest impact on the viewers. Um, Anything that made us think and want to create. Yeah, or even change the way we were processing or doing what we were doing. Those are sort of all correct. The most influential film they measured by the number of times that other movies made references to it. 2001 hmm. A Space Odyssey. Wizard of Oz. Now, yeah, are we naming influential films? Yes. <laughs> I just, yes. No, I was just guessing. I thought yes. it was time yeah. to throw in a guess. Not yet. Oh. Um, I was going to give an example, like old school references to Graduate when Will Ferrell falls in the swimming pool and then Simon and Garfunkel's The Sound of Silence starts playing in that movie. So that's the entire base of the the criteria is any time that other movies got mentioned in other movies, then that was an influential film. So the researchers went through 47,000 films and tagged all the referencing to other films. So now's the guessing time. What do you think are the top 10 influential movies in Western culture? Wizard of Oz. Wizard Star of, Wars. Wizard of Oz is number one. Ha ha. 1939. Um... What's the one with... Uh, Star Wars is number two, 1977, and you already said 2001, that's number five. What's uh, the one with Orson Welles? Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane. Number seven. The right. Godfather. That's a good one. Godfather's not on here. You'd think it would be. Um, Singing in the Rain? Singing in the Rain's not on here. Number 10 is a Disney film. Snow White. Snow White and the Seven Doors. That makes sense. Yeah. First... Animated feature. Number nine is one of the first monster movies. Godzilla. King Kong. Nope. Oh, King Kong's on there, but it's number four. Ah. But this is way before King Kong was made. 
Um, the classic Universal monsters. Think Frankenstein. That. Frankenstein. Nineteen um, Number Basically. three is a horror movie. Halloween. Not Halloween. Shining. Earlier than Halloween. Exorcist. Way earlier than Shining. Earlier than The Exorcist. Probably um, it's, it's horror, but also suspenseful horror. Not Ooh. like classic horror. Um, this film almost didn't get made because it had a toilet flushing, and you saw the toilet flushing. Um, Psycho? Psycho, number three. Oh yeah. yeah, they didn't want to put that on the screen because you saw really? a um, toilet flushing. Oh, is, is uh, Casablanca on there? Casablanca is not on there. You think it would be? Yeah, because I feel one of the most repeated lines was one that was actually ad libbed and at the end of the movie, and that's I think we're at a what is it the beginning of a beautiful friendship? Was that the one ad line? I thought it was played again, Sam. That was an ad line. That's more popular, I think. Oh wait, no, that well, one isn't in the movie, no, right? No, it's yeah. Everybody quotes it, but it's actually just played. Oh, again. it's like misquoting it's, the yeah. Star Wars line of like the Luke. Yeah, I am your father. Yeah. Yeah. What about Jaws? Jaws is not in there. Too bad. Mm. Number six is super old, and we've all seen like clips of it, but I doubt anyone's ever watched it. Jazz uh, of, of our of any recent time. Um, it's Metropolis, nineteen twenty-seven. I've actually seen Metropolis. Have you seen it? Yeah, and uh, in college, um, I was doing like a. Uh, it was part of um, like a one of the courses that I had taken, um, and it might have been like early film stuff. But it was talking about because we talked about like data and and just different effects and stuff like that, and how Metropolis was because they didn't they don't actually have the full movie like it's bits it was bits and pieces for a long time oh really yeah because the um the film had started to like deteriorate and um so they were like this is this is what we have of it isn't that a silent movie yes Uh, yes how can that be influential um because it was the first of its of its kind that really um it because it's basically about um things taking over like these robot type things taking over and um, like after having seen like Planet of the Apes mm-hmm. and then you see like Metropolis, yeah. like there's a lot of similarities. There's a lot of different, it's just a very old, weird movie. Um, like from Porky's what I remember. Yeah, yeah. 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 Weird and old. Weird and old. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I think I watched it. I, I saw it probably good. Oh God. I'm dating myself now. Probably 20 years ago. Not quite 20 years ago. <laughs> wow. College was that long ago? <laughs> I don't know. No, that was high school. Well, it was, yeah, it was just about, huh? Wow. Get your hands off of me, you if damn dirty ape. you would have actually finished college, you would know how long ago that was. <gasps> Burn! Yeah, <it> is. <laughs> and yet we're working at the same job. <laughs> <laughs> so <And> really? <laughs> the only difference is you finished your degree in what you were going in, and I didn't. No, the real difference is I owe a lot of money, and you don't. <laughs> That's even better. And what's sad is what we do, we make more money than a teacher at uh, uh, ambulance driver, uh, policeman, <laughs> yeah. and all those important things. So uh, wrong. Let's yeah. throw money at these guys instead. Yeah. And then number eight is from 1915. I think it's a movie that most people have heard of, but probably once again, probably not a lot of people have watched. Is it, it. a Japanese movie? Nope. These are all Western movies. Oh, okay. The Birth of a Nation. Uh, Did yeah, you no. watch that in film school? I I know of it, but I didn't ever watched it because it's. It's a little racist. And it's a little pornographic. Yeah. It's because, all of the above. You know, they show the vagina and the United States pops out and Russia pops out. <laughs> Africa. Seven sure. of them. I'm sure you find out vaginas have teeth. 
Yes, Australia was easy. That's a movie, too. <laughs> when I was in one of my classes in college, it was uh, we were watching, uh, it was a comedy class, and um, and it was talking about like comedy throughout the years and stuff like that, and yeah. I had this teacher, and whenever he spoke, first of all, he never breathed. Like he would just start turning red, and we all thought he was just gonna pass out. <laughs> and he'd start talking, and all of a sudden he would get like this, and he would just continue talking. And we're like, "Oh my god, man, breathe!" And um, but he had us watch this older movie. It was a black and white movie, and it was like it was supposed to be like an African tribe, and they had like these um, big shields. And he was like, "Does anybody know what the uh, thing, the, the picture on the shields mean?" And we're like, "We, I don't, I don't know." He goes, "Those are vagina with teeth." <laughs> Oh, okay. And he was like, and that's hilarious. And we we're like, I don't, what do you want, man? <laughs> like, <laughs> did, they, yeah. did he explain like, what they symbolized the vagina with teeth? Or was a was it for any reason? Or they shielded well, you? Well, it was Did they just have a five-year-old boy draw on their shields? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, no, supposedly, because it was like this woman that was dancing in front of them. Okay. And so it was supposed to be symbolizing like all this femininity behind her so it was vagina with teeth and i was just like i i can think of other things that would be a far better there's choice, a movie with, about vagina with teeth yeah and, and called teeth is it called oh yeah that's right it's <laughs> called teeth and she destroys people with her vagina teeth those so that are go. evil that do her wrong <laughs> yeah she castrates <laughs> them well there you go i mean you do what you can one dick at a time <laughs> you know when i told you that that movie had the the countries being birthed out of the vagina pew, 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 pew. just yes. a few minutes ago. Yes. I was just Birth it just occurred to me that um, the United States would probably be hardest to birth because of Florida. Ooh. It'll get caught there at the end. You'd unless, have to turn the the country unless you started <sighs> with Florida and then rotated. I don't know if you could start with Florida. Treat it like a penis. Make it go first. Okay, so when you birth a boy <laughs> that that you have that experience, you don't start with the penis on the boy. I had C-sections. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't have boys, thank God. <laughs> That's because true. you would say to the doctor, okay, yank that penis out first. That's not the penis. That's not the penis. That is, um, that's the umbilical cord. Uh, we usually yeah. start with the head, ma'am. Yeah. Although, my, in all fairness, my second, I have two little girls, and my second came out ass first. Ah, that explains so, so much. It does explain a about lot about my youngest. It really <laughs> that does. That explains so yes. much. Yeah, <laughs> she came in ass backwards, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we knew she was Sabrina's. Not that she was coming out of her, but the way, the way she, she came, came out. out. That's right. <laughs> Did she come out doing a booty dance? <laughs> Probably. Probably. Only toddlers can get away with doing a booty dance and it be cute. No. I know the last time you tried doing that, the restraining order happened. <laughs> yeah, no, they and they said do never do Don't. you do not booty dance ever ever again. And that was the last time we went to Coyote Ugly. <laughs> True story. So I also have the top five most influential directors. Ooh, maybe Spielberg. Um, two of them pretty obvious, and the rest. Probably only Sabrina in film school might know. I mean, I think they're famous, but they're not names that are mentioned a lot. So Steven Spielberg was number five. Oh, wow. What? Yeah. What? Exactly. I did not make this list. Number three no. is also a very famous director. Tarantino. Older, though. He's we... dead. Ooh. Uh, Orson Welles. Um... Um, around that era, but not Orson Welles. Frank Capra. Um, no. Capra's good, though. 
That's a good guess. I, I could give a, a hint. Cecil B. DeMille. It's going to give him away completely. I'll give okay. the hint. Suspense. Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock, yes. I would eventually got to him. Yeah. Number four is Mervyn Leroy. When I looked him up, he did 60 movies, um, the most famous of which was Wizard of Oz, Little Women, uh, The Green Berets, and Tugboat Annie. I I know Little Women and Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I don't think I ever even cared about who directed Wizard of Oz. That never well, even occurred to me. Like, some directors sure are like, were, oh, yeah. But I'm pretty sure there were, like, multiple, was it multiple directors on that one or multiple producers? Not gonna... Um. Wizard of Oz and Gone with the Wind had multiple credits because I think s- some people filmed nice? some things right. and then other people came in and finished it with those two movies. Kind of like Ron Howard on Solo. It's like one director started it and another one finished it. Yes. Because yeah. speaking of Gone with the Wind, number two was Victor Fleming. He did 45 movies, including Gone with the Wind, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, and Treasure Island, the original Treasure Island. Wasn't... Wasn't he married to... Was that the one that was married to... Uh, I didn't do much more research after uh, when I saw the... And I said, who the hell's Victor Fleming? And Yeah, see, Victor Fleming did Wizard of Oz as well. Yeah. They, like, did production. It wasn't like today. Where it's just one director. And yeah. it wasn't really, like, the solo thing either. Except for uh, one of these guys that did... Uh, I think it was Gone with the Wind. One did get fired... Which is number one, George Kukor, who did 50 movies, most famous, My Fair Lady, A Star is Born, Gone with the Wind. And he started Gone with the Wind, and I guess he got fired, and Victor Fleming took over, but his stuff is still in the movie, much like Solo. Well, why change it if you've already completed those scenes and they actually work? Yeah, and I'm not sure if... Um, it could just be my not understanding how films are made, but it seems like the older movies, it was pretty much a straight style. Like, besides Alfred Hitchcock, it's kind of, the director really wasn't that, you couldn't tell one film from the other, unlike today, where you could definitely tell that's a John Carpenter film, that's a Steven Spielberg film. Well, all you have to hear is the opening note of the score, and you know it's a Carpenter film. Yeah, that's a Tim Burton film. I mean, a lot of directors nowadays have their... Real hard stamp on what you see, and they use the same person to do the score. They have the mm-hmm. same cinematographer. Yeah, they all edit the same. Like every movie's edited the same way. Yeah. Then, you know, I mean, it's just you can tell who's which director's which today. Like, yeah. But I think a lot of the directors back then, it's it was the stars. So it wasn't really the directors. Well, I think a lot. Well, I think a lot. In all honesty, had more to do with. Um, the actual like 20th Century Fox, like all the production companies mm-hmm. and them going, listen, this is what sells to the audience. This is what everybody's wanting. They want Shirley Temple. They want cute. They want young. They want funny. Right. Where Universal was like, doing all the monster movies and they were like, right. we're going to do this type of movie. It right. might be a and technical thing too. They might not have had, I mean, you got one yeah. type of camera, one type of film. You got to go with it, you know? Yeah. Um, and then this one should be somewhat easy. The top five most influential actors. They're Ooh. all men. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is number three. Oh, really? I was just joking. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood's number two. Marlon Brando. Ooh. Not in the list. Al Pacino. Um, not in the list. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is not in the list. Dustin think of, Hoffman. Think of um, not necessarily their acting skills, but maybe how much they're imitated. That might help. 
or how much Brando's not on there. How much? Yeah, thing? I know. Seriously, everybody imitates Brando. <laughs> Charlton Heston. That's true. Um, one made a ton of cowboy movies a long time ago. John, John Wayne. Wayne. John Wayne. Um, he's number five. Number four, he hasn't acted in a while, and he's not from America. Um, he did a lot of action movies. Try not to give too much away. Jackie Chan. Um, nope, not Jackie Chan. Um, is he Greek? He's not Greek. He's not German, but he's somewhere over there. I can't remember. Um, Lawrence Olivier? No. I'll be back. Arnold oh, Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And then number one is known for saying this phrase in every movie. Samuel L. Jackson? Samuel L. Jackson. Except Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we didn't even let him say the phrase, though. It wasn't needed. wasn't needed. Get these motherfucking snakes off these motherfucking bling. <laughs> I love that movie. It's yeah. such a bad movie. It's great. <laughs> I loved it when I first saw it, and it was on HBO or something, and I tried to watch it again, and I just I couldn't get through it. I'm like, why did I even I like just this? love the fact that it was like, Printed in an Entertainment Weekly and the most outrageous things that could happen. Oh, somebody just pitched a movie for Samuel Jackson to be on a snake full of planes while he's taking a <laughs> witness for witness protection to, to testify at a trial. That's the craziest thing I ever heard. The next thing you know, it's like coming out next week yes. is this movie with Samuel Jackson. Yeah, he was all about it, too. Like he just wasn't the story that they did not have a script or anything. And yeah. they just said. Let's put let's put Samuel L. Jackson on a plane and make him say that line. They only had that line. That's all they had. That's all they had. They made a movie based upon one line. <clears throat> and then Keenan Thompson said, "I'll do. I'll be in that." That's because Keenan Thompson will do anything. I feel like <laughs> he doesn't say no to much. No, I feel like and a I love it. It's like he's a pot. That's my favorite part. Of that, one of my favorite parts of that movie is he's a pilot. Yeah, I play video games all the time. Look at me. I'm playing Top Gun on here. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> The snake bit my brother on his ass. <laughs> the best movie title in history. Snakes out of plane. <laughs> <laughs> they should have made that a franchise, though. No matter how bad it did, they should have been snakes on yeah. a boat, snakes on a bus, snakes on a moped, snakes on a train, snakes on a train. And Samuel L. Jackson needs to be in every motherfucking yeah. one. Just like they should have made a franchise of the Speed movies with Keanu Reeves every time. Snakes in a Prius. Yeah. <laughs> They made Speed 2. It was god-awful. Yeah, with Jason Patrick instead of Keanu Reeves. It was so god-awful that the editing was even awful. (laughs) Like, I think at one point in that movie, they were in the water, then they got out of the water, and then they were back in the water. Um, The cut was was bad. Like, they were completely dry, but then they were back underwater swimming to get out of the way of the bomb or something. It was bad. Seen better vacation videos from people on a cruise. (laughs) And I like Speed. I don't mind Keanu Reeves either. I like his Whoa. movies. I can't wait for Bill and Ted 3. I know. Yeah, I saw that. That uh, I think I saw a post about it. Oh, 50-year-old Keanu Reeves yeah. going back to high school <laughs> as Bill S. Preston Esquire. Poor Alex. Ted Theodore Logan. They did a promotional uh, video for it, and poor Alex Winter does not look that great. But Keanu, we- Keanu Reeves just looks like... Keanu Reeves. Well, yeah. Alex Winter has been behind the camera. He's been doing directing. Oh, has he? Yeah, that's what he did. He transitioned into a director. He was doing, like, what was it, Ben 10 on Cartoon Network? He was directing that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know where he went. I know he did Lost Boys and Bill and Ted, and then you never saw him again. Love Lost Boys. That's one of the best movies. 
I wouldn't mind a remake of Lost Boys. I think you could remake that and update it. They're and apparently it would be okay. They're apparently doing a TV series of that for CW. Yeah, but it's just the Frog Brothers. That's what I thought. Oh, I don't know. I just heard Lost Boys TV series on CW, and I just went, "How are you going to do that?" Is it wrong that I just assumed it was about like a Peter Pan Lost Boys? Yes. Yes, yeah, very wrong. Very wrong. This is uh, uh, Kiefer Sutherland as a vampire. Yes. No. I, I mean, I know that, but like, he when looks I like heard Billy like, Idol, yeah, you know, you do not get any cooler yeah. than Kiefer Sutherland as a vampire, That's looking like true. Billy Idol. Yeah. No, I just assumed when I heard the CW remake, I was just like, okay. No, I I, it, I don't remember the article, voice. but I thought it was mostly dealing with the Frog Brothers. I'm sure, pardon me, there's vampires in it, but it just seems to me like it's just going to be, a, you know, CW makes everything like a, a, a campy yeah. soap opera. So who knows? I, I'm, I, don't, I don't have much faith in that. What I do have faith in is the Disney streaming service. That yes. sounds like that's going to kick ass. Yeah. Yes. $70 for the year. Yeah. Otherwise, six, it's six ninety nine a month. Six ninety nine monthly. Yeah. I was telling Chris for the WWE Network that I have, I pay nine ninety nine a month, which has great features to it. It's amazing. Like if you're a wrestling fan, you want the WWE Network, especially if you watch the pay per views, because you get every pay per view. Really? Yeah. It's included in the price. It's included in the price. Wow. Where before, if you just got the pay per view, where I used to get one a month, I was spending fifty five dollars for that month just for the Royal Rumble. Wow. Yeah. So That's why? Would I not spend the nine ninety nine to stream it? Right. It works out. I can watch old Monday Night Raws or old WCW stuff because they have that catalog. Disney's looks like they're doing the same thing. Yeah, and they're including a lot of uh, what is it? The, some of the the Fox content that yeah. they just acquired. yeah. They the said one they're th- doing the Simpsons. Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said the first Marvel movie that's going to be on there is Captain Marvel. That's the first. Yes. Because they're yeah, not going to put Captain Marvel on Netflix like they were with everything else because of their deal with Netflix. As soon as Disney Plus is up, Captain Marvel is going there. You know how they could really lock in their audience is not release any of those movies anywhere? Don't put them on any other streaming service? Only release it on Blu-ray and your streaming service. Don't even release it on Blu-ray. I say release it on Blu-ray because you can still make money that way. You're still going to get people who are loyal to those things because they want to sit there and watch special features. Who owns a Blu-ray player? You don't need to. You just need to own an Xbox or a PlayStation, PlayStation 4. 4. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember the last time I bought a Blu-ray. I stream everything. Last time I seen a video collection was at Sabrina's house. I was going to say at my house. <laughs> oh, yeah. come to my house. <laughs> really? Sabrina's yeah. been to my place. She knows yeah. how it is. I was going to say, you've been to my place. And yeah, we're pretty much the same. Yeah. See, There's... I'm so glad I don't have that wall anymore. I yeah. just, I, I hate it. I hated it. Maybe because I'm poor and sometimes my internet gets shut off then i'm like well i can take a movie and actually watch one <laughs> yeah that's true i like it because i have a lot of movies that aren't on certain streaming things yeah. and even though Although, you can digitally download it it's nice having it there because i i am that person that likes watching the special features i had seen somewhere that um i don't know if it was which app it was but you can go on there and take one of your movies scan it like, yeah and it's like two dollars and then you have your your digital library. Well, when he said he likes special features, I was just about to tell him Vudu, which is one of my favorite um, movie streaming services. Yeah. They do not only paid but free movies, but they when you buy a movie, it always comes with special features. Yeah, which is nice. Tons of special features. I just bought Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and it had five special features attached to it. I love that it. movie. 
I was hesitant. Everyone said it was like, ah, oh, slow. Meh, meh, meh. I loved it. And it was incredible. It was probably the best Spider-Man movie I've ever seen. Yeah, really good. I love the animation style. It was different. Yeah. And it bounces off the screen. Good and it story. has Nicolas Cage in it. Of course. Of course, that's why you love it. <laughs> I think it would have been better if he played Peter Porker. That would have been better. Oh, no. John Mu- uh, Muhani, Mulani, whatever his last name. That was a perfect Peter Porker. I know. He's always... <laughs> it was John really Muhani- good. Mulani. That's his yeah. last name. Hi, I'm Peter Porker. Tell me his last name. Don't make John me struggle. John There you go. Why are you making me struggle? Because <laughs> it was fun. It was, it was far more interesting. <laughs> why did you struggle? But no, Nicolas Cage as Spider-Man Noir was perfect casting. Absolutely perfect. It was almost as good as Teen Titans Go to the Movie where he finally got to play Superman. Oh, did he finally get to play Superman? Yeah, he got to play animated Superman in Teen Titans Go to the Movies. <laughs> oh, now I gotta watch that. And it works out great. I have it on Blu-ray. I'll lend it to you. <laughs> I'll just stream it from here. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it getting scratched. You don't have to worry about me losing the cover. You know my favorite part about watching Teen Titans Go to the Movies? Sitting there during the part where they're going on about how every great hero has an arch nemesis. And there I am in the sold out movie theater with Lex. (laughs) And they go, Flash has the Rainbow Raider. Batman's got the Joker. Superman has Lex Luthor. And it's dead silence. And here's my kid. Dad, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) Does he know what Lex Luthor looks like when he's older? Yes. Is he worried about losing his hair? No, he hasn't thought about that. Okay. <laughs> That's good. We he has not put thought that about that, but he has him. so many different Lex Luthers. Like, he has the Lex Luthor Funko from Smallville. Oh, yeah? I don't know that one. Does he have hair in Smallville? No. Mm-mm. No. Oh. No. He's a teenage bald? No, he's not a teenager at all. Oh, he's that. not a teenager? I thought they were all teenagers in that. Lex Luthor wasn't. He was a little older. I would say he was college age in that. Yeah. Not close enough. It was, you know. Close enough to have a bald college kid. Yeah. It worked. Rosenbaum was awesome as him. Yeah. But aren't there like flashbacks of when he was a little kid and he's still bald? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Like he was always bald. He yeah. was always the bald kid. <laughs> he like, he grew up as Charlie Brown. No wonder yeah. he was angry. Yeah. Charlie Brown is really Lex Luthor. Oh my God. <laughs> I wonder if Bruce Willis stopped caring when he lost all his hair. Yes. Now that we talk about it. Because I, I thought... thought- I talked about this before with you, but the Death Wish remake. Yeah, you said it was bad. Bruce Willis is definitely phoning it in. Definitely. You could have got anybody else to play that part, and the movie would have been great. It should have been awesome with him. You mean like Denzel Washington? Like, I mean, he's eating up the equalizer right now. He's still going out there and trying to put out a great performance, even though the script is a little meh. You could have got a dead actor to play Bruce Willis's part. (laughs) Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah, anybody. You could have put Akbar in there and it would have been better. So what you're telling me is <laughs> we could have CGI'd Charles Bronson into the new Death oh Witch and it would have been better. It would have been 100 times better. <laughs> <laughs> CGI Bronson. Oh, my god. And what's, what's, what's sad is I loved Bruce Willis for a long time. And I loved all his movie, even Hudson Hawk. I love Hudson Hawk. And he could do no wrong. He made a... It doesn't matter how crappy the movie was. He always made it better. And then, I don't know, last 15 years, it's... Don't go see a Bruce Willis movie. I would say the past two diehards is where I really noticed that he was phoning it in. Yeah, the scripts are bad, too. Yeah, but even his performance as McLean just seemed very robotic. Mm-hmm. He didn't have the same snark to him that he did in other ones. See, when the, the one with his son in it, that should have been a passing of the torch. And that... They, did, they didn't do that one right at all. 
But you could have had, you could have kept the franchise going with his son, and his son could have taken over, and you could have kept it going. But they didn't do that. What about the Expendables? Did you watch any of the Expendables? Movies I watched with? the first one. It was good. The second one. I feel is his last good performance. Bruce yeah. Willis? Yeah, yeah, because the chemistry between him and Schwarzenegger when they're on screen together, you can just see they were having fun and he was enjoying himself in a role. Yeah. Then he asked for way too much money for Expendables 3 and all his friends dropped him. <laughs> Maybe they didn't give him a script and they just let him go. That might Maybe. have been it. I don't know. He wanted more money than anybody else and Stallone was like, we're all doing this on a budget. Right. But that's not the first time that they've just dropped him, too. No, because he's always asked for more money. Yeah. Don't get greedy. Kevin Smith tells uh, horrible stories of working with Bruce Willis on Cop Out. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he just said it, he, was a total, he was a total asshole. He wouldn't take any direction whatsoever. Um, poor um, Tracy Morgan had to carry the whole movie. And wasn't that Tracy Morgan's first movie? I think it was. And he's awesome in it. He's really trying, and Bruce Willis is just like deadpanning his lines. And you can, after watch watch Kevin Smith talk about it on YouTube, then go back and watch the movie, and you're like, oh my god, look how much work Tracy Morgan's doing, and Bruce Willis is just, I'm mad. I'm Bruce Give Willis. me more money. <laughs> Crazy. You know what we need more movies of with actors? We need more Jean Claude Van Damme movies. He's kind of old, isn't he? Yeah, I know, but he needs to make a comeback. Well, he did that. What was? Didn't he do? He had a TV series. Yeah, I was gonna say he did the TV series. Is that the one where he's becoming a cop? Where he was like and playing an acting version of himself, essentially, but it was a little different. Right? Am I, am I thinking the same? I don't know. I think you're thinking of Steven Seagal. Oh, maybe. Yeah, probably. But Steven Seagal wasn't yeah. acting like a cop. He was a real cop. He was a real cop in Louisiana. Did he yeah. have the ponytail? Hold on. I'm, yes. I'm doing my Steven Seagal. <laughs> yes, moves. he did. <laughs> I'm not actually throwing a punch, but everybody's falling to the ground. <laughs> No yeah. one can see you. No, Doesn't John- matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He's my favorite person to pick on when it comes to movies because he is awful. Um, I think it was in the Fishbowl Facts of our Saturday Night Live. I can't remember. Or maybe I just know this, but he is not allowed to come back and do Saturday Night Live. You told me that. I think that really? was part of the yeah. Fishbowl Facts, actually. I think yeah. you're right. He's banned from Saturday Night Live because he did such a bad job. <laughs> Him and George Carlin and somebody else big. Well, wasn't Carlin because he dropped the F-bomb or something? Wasn't it because he swore? Um, it might have been. Probably. But I know the show wasn't that funny. They, that show was... Yeah, it was... He... Yeah. For George Carlin. I mean, George Carlin nails it every time. But George Carlin is one of those guys that's, like, great by himself, but you put him in an ensemble and he's just like, meh. Bill and Ted's, no. He was great in Bill and I Ted's. I feel like he plays a version of himself and everything. Yeah. Like, he's not really acting. He's just playing himself. Like, right, he's because- not looking at trying to make a character something else it's going well how would i be as this character well if you look at even so like when i do characters yeah yes. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but i was gonna say if you look at bill and ted like he's sitting there and he's just telling them what to do like that works out really well yeah that's true because that's how he, when he does his stand-up he just talks to the crowd and he's just like <gasps> you know what i just realized is, you saying that who's huh. gonna play rufus now in the Ooh. new Bill and Ted. I don't want to think about it. I just hope they do a good tribute. Maybe they'll CGI it. Oh, yeah, let's CGI Carlin. Let's get D. Yeah. Snyder to play Rufus. No, I've heard stories about, <laughs> he's another one I've heard stories that he's an ass. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Twisted Sister, come on. How can you not be an ass? Oh. That was an ass band. <laughs> the drummer held that band together. He formed it and held it together. Yeah. 
just, I'm just gonna picture in my head of like D. Snyder and just all with the big hair, yes. looking like Twisted Sister. Yes, ass for a face instead of a face. Yeah, kind of like a little peach. Did you ever hear his remake of We're Not Gonna Take It? But it's a ballad. No, but now no. I don't want to hear it. No, it's really good. You, uh, YouTube it. Okay, it's really good. It's it's incredibly good. It's like it could have been a ballad. He did it for some charity or something. Yeah. You know, Everyone, go Google it and then come back to the show. <laughs> we'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of tours, <laughs> so Ronnie James Dio died a few years ago I was from say, prostate isn't he cancer. Dead? Yeah, they're doing a tour with him as a hologram. No, a Dio's Disciple tour. It's his original backup band. With Tim Ripper Owens, the guy who essentially inspired the Rockstar movie when he took over for Rob Halford and Judas Priest, and somebody else, I think her name's Oni Smith, as guest vocalists, they're doing a Dio, they're going to go do Dio concerts in small venues around the country with a Dio hologram. Do you think people are going to want to see that? I'm, they're coming to Orlando and I'm tempted to go just to see what it's like. <laughs> well, I I'm think- curious. I yeah. think that's Curious. what will draw people in is just the curiosity of like how the hell are they gonna pull this shit off with a hologram? Didn't somebody do a hologram for Michael Super Jackson? Bowl? Oh, I don't know about Super. They Bowl. did the Tupac one. I remember that. They did the Michael Jackson one for. That's how they're the gonna GMAs? do a Nirvana tour. They're gonna do a Kurt Cobain hologram. <laughs> it's like Futurama coming to life, except without heads in a bowl, like yeah. <laughs> in a jar or anything. <laughs> yeah. I, I I would have no interest. And seeing any band with a hologram, even if it's Nirvana, Nirvana would have loved to have seen while they were alive. What if it's Gem in the holograms? I now that'd be that. good, right? I almost bought a Gem Funko Pop today. Oh, <laughs> though I'll say this about the hologram tour: if I found a really affordable ticket, I would go just to see what it'd be like. I wouldn't go spend a ton of money on it, but my curiosity is at the point where I'm like, if I found a cheap ticket, yeah, I would go see what it'd be like. But see, that wasn't ever a real person to begin with. So I feel like that's a little different category of than taking a real person and turning them into a hologram and, and trying to recreate. It's not going to be the same. Especially with a rock show, it's all about the improv of what it they is. do. Yeah. And where you watch them go around, especially the front man taking yeah. control. It's like doing an Ozzy show without Ozzy. Yeah. It's like, here, we're going to have an Ozzy hologram and show you all the highlights that we thought were great of him when he performed. And see, Ozzy's so unpredictable Who's going to throw the buckets of water on the crowd? Are you going to have somebody behind the hologram to do that on each time? Yeah. I mean, it's just not going to be the same. It's going to be completely the same. You couldn't do multiple nights either. It's going to be the completely the same show. I'm sure there's got to be like a set hologram track marks. Unless unless they have multiple hologram tracks and they just don't tell the band. Or they have they have to do three different shows. Yeah. They would have to tell the band. You're going to as a guitar player, you're going to walk through the hologram. That would be weird. I just no. walked through Ronnie. <laughs> or they just say, like, listen, the hologram could move anywhere within this area. Don't come like There's going to be tape on the line. ground. Yeah. There's really going to be tape on the ground to show where the hologram is going to be at all points. Yeah. Yeah. And be like, don't walk past this point. They could totally clue it and just have a different, like, I love and is different the whole, ending, different show. Is the I whole band movie. on tape or is it just the singing on tape? Just the singing. Yeah. It's just the singing. It's just an audio track. So you might as well do the whole band on tape because, once again, you're taking about all the improvisation. So I should just sit home and listen to the album? Yeah. Probably. Okay. Because you're going to have none of that jamming stuff that a band will do I want to see live. the hologram. So 
you can do it like the old school way of when we used to do like projectors in school and just get a picture and turn it into a projector. But can Dio look at me and tell me, help me, JL. You're my only hope. <laughs> he can't do that now because he's not going to be programmed to do that. <gasps> but he could be. He's only going to be programmed to throw the devil sign. And, and go into Holy Diver and Rainbow in the Dark. Yeah, sing old Rainbow songs. <gasps> and Man on the Silver Mountain. Maybe. We don't know. We don't know. Could go into Heaven and Hell. Oh, I'm going to run through my whole Dio playlist <laughs> right now. I would I would have no interest in seeing any band hologrammed. You've taken out the whole reason to see a band, and that is what are they going to do? At this point, when Queen goes out on tour, why have Adam Lambert there? You can do a holographic Freddie Mercury Except I'd rather see Adam Lambert yeah. do something different with exactly. a Queen song. Or maybe they just get into Radio Gaga and they play it for 25 minutes. <laughs> Radio Gaga. The hologram isn't going to do that. At or the end of the song, it? that's the end of the song. We're done. Hologram off. Turn it off. Turn off the hologram. I want to hear one Queen song with Adam Lambert. and I want to see how well he does it. I want to hear Stone Cold Crazy. I don't remember that one. <sighs> Isn't that on the same album as uh, Another One Bites the Dust? I think so, but it's one of their heavier songs, like where they go a little faster. I think Adam Lambert could do any Queen song. I think he's got a great voice. I think he's got the range. I sure. went to see him in concert once. He was really good. Yeah. I would go see him with Queen. He has, he has a showmanship that Freddie Mercury did. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's a, he's a, he's a great... When I saw him, he was doing his like more like dance like his poppier stuff yeah but he still commanded the stage like he was out there he was just going he was good when american idol was still good and i was watching it i saw his season and he did a a mad world tears for fears cover that was incredible almost i like it even better than the original no adam lambert he's got the stuff he can stay he can be in hologram or he can be real whatever we want whatever you want to do adam he can do both. Just put have him out there as a hologram, and then him go through the hologram to come into the crowd. Dude, that'd be awesome. Have the hologram put more eyeliner on Adam Lambert. <laughs> that'll be. I cool. don't always wear guy liner, but when I do, I watch the tutorial from Adam Lambert on YouTube. <laughs> 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 That's going to the JL oh. quote book right there. <laughs> oh. You should do a coffee table book of quotes. Oh and then God. we'll put inspirational pictures by each one. But they won't match they the won't match quote. the quote. They'll be like pictures of barns and swallows and flowers. <laughs> Different beer next to each quote, which matches your mood on the quote. Uh, oh, my goodness. I'm making a book. You should make a book. We'll, we, can, we can actually publish the book ourselves now, so we don't have to wait for anybody. That's true. Or we could use a hologram to publish our book. Either one, whatever works. Yeah. I like that idea. This beer is still good. It is good. We yeah. only got a I little bit each. It. That's the problem. It's good stuff. Yeah. I think this is one of my favorites that you ever brought. Yeah. I definitely like it a lot better than the 90 minute. 90 minute wasn't that good. I, I saw the 90 minute, but I'm a big dogfish fan. Well, have you tried any of the other, like, I don't know if it was a, a 60 minute mm-hmm. maybe that I saw in the store today. I almost grabbed that one just to. Don't ever get the five minute one. It's all separated. It's like they didn't have enough time to brew it. <laughs> got like hops floating to the surface not good (laughs) you fish the hops out yourself yeah you gotta spoon them out and then strain it and (laughs) not that great (laughs) like a slow roasted well we're getting to our hour already that was quick wow that was quick so we should do our fishbowl facts fishbowl facts this is uh just general weird 
fishbowl facts that we found on the internet. Mine T-Rex arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> monkey arms. The book had T-Rex arms. I almost wanted to do a segment where I made dinosaur noises and try to make you guys guess which dinosaur I was. But I only have one dinosaur roar. Well, you could have just oh, played it Chewbacca. multiple times and been like, That's basically which, what it would have been. What is this? That would have been the joke. <laughs> What's this? Chances are I would have guessed something different each time. What is it? Hawk from the Legion of Doom. T-Rex. Nope. That's an Allosaurus. Damn it. All right. In 1777, Frederick the Great issued an official statement urging his subjects to drink beer in the morning instead of coffee. I feel like I should have read that instead of you. <laughs> Probably, but it's a statement I can get behind. Let me just tell you. It's fine. I'm going to read one that I think you would have rather have read. <laughs> Before LeVar Burton signed on, Scott Bayo was considered for the hosting role on Reading, Reading Rainbow. Rainbow. Are you a Scott Bayo fan? No, I'm a Reading Rainbow fan. I don't yes. know how I feel about Scott Bayo being in like, like Chachi, Chachi loves, loves reading. books. Yeah. <laughs> Charles in charge of your library. <laughs> In 1897, Indiana state legislatures tried to pass a bill that would have legally redefined the value of pi as 3.2. Oh. They like to round. All right. Uh, since 1971, Lake Superior State University in Salt, Salt State, Mary, Michigan. Sure. Uh, has issued permits to unicorn hunters. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, who wants to hunt a unicorn? I want to know. I would like to know how many kills are reported. I want to know how much it costs to purchase the permit to be a unicorn hunter. How long is the season? Is there a test? What do you do with the horn? I don't know. But it's, since 1970, we could. Can we Google this now? Like, we should all become it? unicorn hunters. Yes. That'd be awesome. Be a Podcast forty two. What do you do? What do, you do? Uh, I'm a part time server, part time podcaster, full time unicorn <laughs> hunter. <laughs> Season's coming up soon. Season's coming up soon. Bang bang. There go your dreams. <laughs> and oh. another one for the quote book. Yeah. Did you know that unicorns in a group are called a blessing? So you'd be a blessing killer if you found a group of them. Nice. Did you know that since founding the Imagination Library in 1995, Dolly Parton has donated 100 million books to children? I actually did know that. Mm. I want to know why I'm getting all the ones about reading. Are you guys trying to tell me something? Yes. (laughs) It's a random pick jail. Yes. Bella Lugosi was buried in full Dracula costume, cape and all. That is so awesome. (laughs) That is so metal. It is. (laughs) Oh, Bella Lugosi. I just think of who was it that played him in uh, um, Ed Wood? Is that it was in Ed Wood? It was um, um Bella Lugosi. No, what is Martin that? Martin Lambdown. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, he was amazing in that. Won an Academy Award for it, Best yeah. Supporting Actor. He was great. He, he was fantastic. Do you Movie know who's even better weird. in that movie? Hmm. The guy who was it? Um, oh my God, I just had his name. George the Animal Steel was in that movie. The professional wrestler. He played <laughs> uh, the cop in the movie or whatever. Oh one of the actors. God. You know who didn't wear a ton of face paint in that movie? George the Animal Steel. Johnny Depp. Oh, that's true. For the first time in how long? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was back when he didn't disguise his face. <laughs> but he wore women's clothing. Yeah. So do uh, I. That's true. That's how he's dressed right now. That's right. <laughs> he has on one more women's clothing, clothing than I do right Is now. Is my bra strap showing? <laughs> when Laura's Just... not here, the clothes come out. <laughs> <laughs> she knows. We love your stockings. Thank Fishnet. You. 
Sheer to the waist beige. She knows because when she tries to put them back on, they're all stretched out. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, the first Hershey's chocolate bars with almonds were produced in 1908 because they were cheap to make. The nuts took the place of some of the more expensive milk chocolate, which meant Hershey's could keep the price of the candy at a nickel. Bastards. Cheap. Cheap bastards. I like almonds. So I do as me. well, but now I think of it, I'm like, motherfuckers. Yeah, I could you're be... missing out on chocolate. I'm Yes. <laughs> damn almond. God damn almonds. Well, I'm not going to tell you anything about reading this time. Okay. But did you know that a group of pugs is called a grumble? <laughs> <laughs> I feel brooder. Is a group of pugs. <laughs> <laughs> you think Brooder is just a group of pugs? Yeah. <laughs> just calling? Yes. They're stacked up They're and wearing stacked the overcoat. Up. Yes. And a little, <laughs> the, the hat. Like Muppet Man. Yeah. <laughs> Your hair contains traces of gold. Oh. Uh, the square dance Quick, is... Quick, shave Sabrina's head. <laughs> That's all her hair mm. is, is gold. Gold. We got to pay true. for the, the hosting services this month. <laughs> I guess it's my turn to pitch in. (laughs) Uh, The square dance is the official state dance or folk dance of 24 states. Uh, Washington State is one of them. Of course you would know that. Yes. Do you think Florida's one of them? I I don't don't think Florida knows how to dance. (laughs) Yeah, they know how to do the, um, what's the the line dance where um, they tell you what to do? The cha-cha slide? Uh, That's all the line (laughs) dances. (laughs) Every line dance tells you what to do. I think you're thinking of like a police lineup. (laughs) I Dag, you know what? That really could be Florida's dance. Florida's dance. I just realized what I said. What's what's that dance that tells you what to do in a line? You mean a line dance? No, no, no. The one that tells you what to do while you're standing in a line. The police light up. The, the line police dance. Line, line dance. What's that one dance where you're in a square and they tell you what to do? <laughs> Or the triangle dance. <laughs> or the safety dance. <laughs> Cha-cha slide. That's or what the hokey pokey. Yeah. Cha-cha slide. Yep. That's the Florida yeah, one. Yeah, in uh, fifth grade, you're actually made to learn how to square dance. That's like part oh. of like PE. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It was I one of my least to. favorite things to do yeah. in, in gym. It was like, here, are you going to gym class today? Oh, sweet. I hope we're playing dodgeball. No, you're going to learn how to square dance. Well, this shit sucks. That's I thought amazing. she said in fifth grade, you had to learn how to cha-cha slide. <laughs> Yes, we are that young. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Not all of us. <laughs> it's okay. Novelist Patricia Highsmith kept about 300 snails as pets. She carried them in her handbag to parties. <laughs> like all of them? <laughs> I hope so. Like all 300? Hey, want something? It? I have something in my bag. Look. What, did, what is she a novelist of? Uh, like how to love snails. Oh, yeah. It's rabbit to, books, but I can't remember the name of them. How to keep them as pets. Yeah, snail bags. <laughs> um, Is that what the term? You know snail what this mail? party needs? It needs some snails. <laughs> Let's pick up the pace. Snails, go! And, yeah, I was gonna say, and when they showed up with letters, it was snail mail. You know what? Get those snails in a line. Let's see them cha-cha slide. <laughs> but I don't know what to do. Well, he'll tell you what they'll to do. He'll tell you what to do. The last fishbowl fact is... Clap your hands. Huh? Is understood in all languages. Huh? 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 As in, I got snails that I brought to this party. Huh? Huh? (laughs) (laughs) What? We asked for worms. (laughs) 
Damn God snails. Damn it. <laughs> Bringing snails to the party with the leeches. I brought salt <laughs> to the party, so that's great. <laughs> well, you can catch us on a regular channel. Oh, you oh, know what? We got emails. emails. Oh, we're not done yet. Yeah, we're going overtime. <laughs> you know, right. this is going to be free for you. We won't charge you for the overtime <laughs> yet. All right. Am I, am, I pa- am I reading all of them or do I get to pass? No, you're reading them all. You what have to pass. pass. Like read one and then pass it. No, I'm you read generous. them all. Read them all and we'll comment if there's anything that needs commented yeah, on. It's, okay, I can do that. Hello. Pass. me you're <laughs> looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. First off, I loved your Game of Thrones show. Very funny. I was wondering if you might ever consider doing a Once Upon a Time show. It was my favorite. Nope. Mary. Hated that show. Nope. No? No. No, it's okay. Lost was, or Once Upon a Time was it. okay. I thought it was an alright show the first few seasons, and then it just completely went off the rails, and like Disney went, here, Frozen was a hit, we're throwing in Anna and Elsa, and the Peter Pan thing was just a little weird. Yeah. And they went to like Jekyll, Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, I just, I don't know, they changed certain things. Like once the spinoff, the Once Upon a Time in Wonderland came out, I think that was the jump the shark moment. There was just, they were putting too much into it, like trying to fit too many characters into things. The Wicked Queen was hot. Yeah. She, but she did a great job. Mm-hmm. She was fantastic. But I also feel that was like kind of is like part of the appeal of the show is like, who the fuck are they going to put in now? Yeah. Like what characters? How are they going to work in? Anna and Elsa. Yeah. Who, yeah. who else are they? <laughs> well, gonna, I liked how like at the start Esmeralda? of the amnesia, when you were still trying to figure out what character was who. Yes. Yeah. That was, that was good. But yeah. once like the curse was lifted and you knew who was who, when new people came in, it was like, okay. Yeah. Where do you stand right now? Are you one of those like? I did enjoy the fact that that they made like wasn't it like a couple of princess lesbians? Mulan, Mulan, and, and Aurora. I think Aurora. It was. I think yeah. Oh, I didn't make it that far. Maybe I should yeah. go back and watch mm-hmm. the lesbians. I was okay with that. I'm all right with certain changes. Yeah. That's great. But I think it, I thought it was kind of neat to. But sometimes yeah. it was just a really. It it felt they recycled a lot. Like they rehashed a lot of old plot lines. You know what Hollywood does poorly is when they have one kid in an adult um driven series that kid is always super annoying and once upon yes. a time that kid was annoying that kid was very annoying unless there's and a then he got bunch older. of kids in there that's fine but when you only have one kid they're always annoying oh i like when you go to another season and you can tell that like the puberty kicked in <laughs> and the next thing you know they're about a foot and a half taller and their yeah. voice is way deeper than mine could ever go yeah and it was supposed to be a week ago that they were like <gasps> yeah yeah so it's like let's do a time jump yeah. Yeah, like when Stranger Things comes back, I'm wondering how big those kids are going to be. Yeah. No. Are they still going to be in, what were they, in grade school? Yeah, Middle they're school? still, yeah. it's the summer now. We're going into summer. The school year is over. We're going into summer. Yeah, it's but the actors like, have to be in high school by now. They, they should be. So it'd so, be interesting to see if they're going to keep up with the actors' ages or are we going to try to pretend they're all middle schoolers and they're driving cars? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, hey, gang at Podcast 42. I'm considering starting a podcast, and I know you talk about how bad your first shows were all the time, but I was wondering, how does one start? What should I talk about? Should I have just me, or should I get another person too? Thanks, John. Find what's passionate to you. Talk about it. Look at what will last multiple episodes, not a quick episode fix. That's very insightful, J.O. I learned from you. John, you could do like me. I learned from you, Dad. You could do like me, John, and wait until they've hit about three years in and then just join. Yeah. 
bring your headshot and resume. Join right at the moment they're about to get paid. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's all about timing, John. Bring your little clipboard, your headshot and resume. You weren't here for the hard times, Sabrina. <laughs> Wait till the person who doesn't Chris realize. and I are getting twenty five percent. You and Laura, twenty five percent. No, my math is not good. Wait for the paycheck. That's my advice. Chris yeah. and I are getting thirty percent each. You two are getting twenty each. Yeah. But John, just so you math. know, uh, you can find some of those lovely early episodes on Podcoin. No, right they're now. coming down. <laughs> no, you have to wait until I listen to them. Patreon. I told you, you can listen to them on Patreon. You can get into Patreon for free. You don't have to pay. But Podcoin pays me. You do, me. though, John. You do. <laughs> you, you have 96 hours <laughs> to listen Take it all to in, John. 53 episodes. If I were you, John, I'd skip the first 10. Yes. <laughs> Unless you want a really good laugh at a trade wreck and go, how are they still doing this two years later? Right. You can't yeah. even hear them anyway. <laughs> Five guys sitting over a cell phone talking into it. Yes. And yeah. good you, times. You can hear Kyle and Faraz talking Batman over and top of each other. Star Wars video games. <laughs> yeah. But out of curiosity, though, so how does one get to the point where you guys are now? Like you've got four microphones set up. You've got a designated room. First, you get a designated room. <laughs> And you get four microphones. Nice. No, it was a hard road. Um, actually, Facebook was instrumental. Um, one thing I will say about the podcasting community, as much as we compete with each other, we also help each other a lot. And this is our fourth room. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> just. <laughs> this is our fourth room. This one has a door that you can't see in. Oh, <laughs> the door that you could see through. Didn't you guys do an episode in a van or something one time? Or did I just hear that on a podcast? You probably just heard that on the podcast that we said that we did. (laughs) Remember when the dog put its ass against the glass door? (laughs) (laughs) And then we put it on pause for like 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho. (laughs) Remember the time we played a video game and it just didn't... It didn't work. It didn't work. It was was a a good idea. It was an experiment. It no. didn't work. And all it is is an hour of us yelling at Nicole how to play a video game. Yes, I listened to that one. I think it was like the South Park yes. game. Yes. And I'm listening to it. And I was just like, really? This is this is what you choose to put on a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> we were like, let's do it for an episode and yeah. see how it goes. Yeah. Although you, I mean, you guys did attempt, in all fairness, you did attempt to explain what was going on. Yes. The screen while you yelled at Nicole. <laughs> that might have been my favorite part. You know, it wasn't the first time we yelled at Nicole during a show. Go left. Go left. No, no. Search in the other area of the house. Mm. Go search over there. It would have been yeah. better as a Facebook Live, I think. Yeah. 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 We were supposed to do that with the Friday the 13th game, but it didn't happen. No. Well, James could never get it to work. No. We could never get it to load. Fair enough. So my only advice on the podcast is spend money on microphones. Yes. If nothing else, get a good microphone. And a good soundboard. Yeah. Yeah. So to recap for you, John, spend the money on microphones, get a good soundboard, talk about what you like, what you know, what you're passionate about, uh, have fun. If you want to start out as just yourself, go for it. If you've got a couple of the people that are interested in the same topics as you, drag them in. My best advice is subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> and it won't help you at all in your podcast. <laughs> but it sure will but help But you'll us. learn from our mistakes, yes. hopefully. Yes. There's yeah. a 
53 well, episodes of mistakes. Well, you have some, do you have scripts up there as well? Yeah, scripts, of course. So there are some scripts on there, so you really could learn um, There's quite a bit. sound checks and early shows and bloopers yeah. and all sorts of fun stuff. We got any more? Yes. Uh, Podcast 42, more video game stuff. Ow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Time to put Sabrina in front of a TV and tell her how to play a video game. Yes. Let's play right now. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Let's put Sabrina in front of Space Invaders and describe what's happening. <laughs> I vote for Galaga. Go left, go right, go left, go right, go left, go right. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Stop shooting your base. When they get low, you're going to die. Well, that email uh, came in before uh, Zelda went up, so there's a Zelda one for Al. Perfect. Al, go check out Zelda. Uh, Chris, Jail, Laura, and Sabrina. Your show is great. I love the voices, even Chris's. Sabrina and Laura are a great addition. And I can't wait to see what you guys come up with next, Beth. Nice. Beth, you're you're my favorite person. Yes. I don't know if she's listened to you do Neil Young yet, though. I oh, love man. Chris's Neil Young. <laughs> I went out to eat the other day yeah. at Rock and Brews, and I look up at the ceiling, <laughs> and there's this giant mural of Neil Young, and I almost <laughs> took a picture of it if there weren't lights in the way, and I was going to send it to Chris going, oh, keep on rocking in the free world. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Chris. I may rewind and replay that every so often. <laughs> oh, take a look at my life. In fact, my kid's might be able to to do their own impersonations of you doing impersonation of Jimmy F- no yeah Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon doing, doing an impersonation of I've Neil Young. never wanted to see Neil Young but I would go see Chris as, as Neil, Neil Young, Young. <laughs> whenever Laura makes me mad I now go oh man take a look at me. why oh, do you leave goodness. your clothes on the floor Laura <laughs> oh man take a look at my life all right, one, <laughs> one last one. I can picture him doing that too, which is even better. <laughs> it makes the marriage strong. You do know the next time I see her, I'm just gonna bust out into that and be yes. like Laura. Sounds just like him. I, I nailed Neil Young. I nailed EMF. I nail every rock. Yes. I'm a rock god. <laughs> <laughs> I thought your Vincent Price was spot on also. I did listen because it's all about me. It's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And this my, last one. Well, real quick. My Vincent sure. Price is Bill Hader doing Vincent Price. <laughs> <laughs> Just like my Shigeru Miyamoto was Ken Jong as. <laughs> that was actually brilliant. I've. I've said that to you privately, and now I'm saying it publicly. That was brilliant, because nobody can get mad at us doing an Asian guy when you're doing Ken Jong doing an Asian guy. Did and that make any sense? <laughs> my Luigi was based off of... Be- Bob Marley. An Italian Bob- porn star. <laughs> Bob Marley. <laughs> Bob Marley. <laughs> doing an Italian, doing yeah. an Irishman. Yeah. Our impression was Bob Marley doing Bob Marley, Luigi. channeling um, Mel Gibson in Braveheart. I'd like to say that my... <laughs> Mixed my, with Al Pacino I, in The Godfather. I blame my husband because Daniel helped me practice that. <laughs> 
He's Haitian, so. <laughs> I am just happy that somebody I'm, else flubbed a voice like I, <laughs> I do every week. I am not happy right now because I just got a visual of Daniel helping you. No, 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 Sabuida. No, 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 no. You need sunlight to Sabuida. Actually, in all fairness, I kept running through it, and every single time I did the, the line about the beer, it just, it, it was not Italian, and Daniel looked at me and he goes, you need to not do that. <laughs> he goes, you you gotta be more, you gotta be more Irish. And he goes, I said, do you mean Italian? He goes, yeah, that's what you need to do. <laughs> well, you should have been. Yeah, you didn't listen to the man because yeah. you weren't Irish I at was, all. Yes, I was. No, yeah. And can we just also real quick say that literally listening, like attempting to find Luigi's voice, it's hard. Yeah, because all he says is like, "It's a me, Luigi," yeah. or like. <laughs> Or then it turns into like Luigi's the winner, and it's just like him saying in a million different accents and strains of yeah pitch. Well, see, here's the problem: when <laughs> we recorded it with Faraz, and then it it got messed up. But I was Luigi, <laughs> and it's yes, it's, he was. It's he really easy was. to go. It's a me, a Luigi. Yeah, that's super easy. But then when you have to add like dialogue to him, it's hard. <laughs> It's a me, a Luigi, yeah. and I just want to say, hey, I don't know what to say. You know, you, you lose it. It's hard to yeah. oh, oh, Luigi, why are you going to talk like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a me, Luigi. I'm just going to say it's a me, Luigi, a hundred times. Yeah. Hey, it's yeah. a Mario. <laughs> it's a me, a Mario. Because if it's you notice, Mario. Mario doesn't talk much either in the games. It's mostly no. it's a me, Mario. It's a me, a Mario. Yeah. He doesn't say hardly anything. Yeah. And he's got. There's a voice actor behind both of those who travels to conventions and makes money off of just saying one line. It's me, the, Mario. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to charge you twenty five dollars for my signature. It's I, me, Mario. Look, I think he does them all. I think he does Luigi and Wario and all of them. That would make sense. Now he's going to charge fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. My husband wasn't much much help. <laughs> no. Well, if you can, do if like you that. get to play a Caribbean person. There we go. Yes. I've, yeah. I've, I've got I've got Haitian. When we do the down. Billy Ocean episode, you get to be <laughs> Billy Ocean. Yes. Or we could pretend that who who created Barbie was uh, from the Caribbean. From the Caribbean. Yeah. We'll just make her from the Caribbean. That's, that's why I named her Barbie. The Barbie. Yes. After my daughter Barbara. <laughs> Barbara. <laughs> and my son Ken. <laughs> we can just have your husband come in and drink uh, two second beers for an hour. <laughs> Yes, yeah. Laura didn't believe him, and it's probably a good thing that she didn't have money. (laughs) My husband drank a beer in roughly... Like a second second, and a half. I've seen him do it. I wouldn't bet it. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was like, I think I can do six in 30 seconds, and she was like, no way. No. I wouldn't have bought that either. Yeah. And then he goes, well, I don't have six beers, but I can do (laughs) one in like five seconds. Although I think I can trip him up. I think... If we give him a highlight instead of the Corona light, let's Ooh. see if he can do that in like the second and a half he did it. He'll be on the floor. <laughs> that I'd pay to watch. I would as well. I've never seen him drunk. We are going to do a video of that. Like when he does like his photo shoots with his car, you know, where he's wearing his oh socks and not goodness. his shoes. Yes. Because he has the socks that look like shoes. When he's Miami vicing it. Yes. He's wearing all white. Have you seen these pictures? No. You need to see these oh pictures, Chris. They're great. Yeah, he's wearing like a white jacket, 
white pants. He's tubs. He's yes. Oh, he's total tubs. <laughs> yeah. I was invited over to be Don Johnson. I was gonna be Crockett. Yeah. <laughs> traffic. That's all I'm gonna say. Traffic. Okay. I four killed it. Speaking of traffic jail. Plus you'd have to paint in the scrub on your face like yeah. I would. I was gonna take a week off so I could do the full on. <laughs> I would need like a month off. I probably would too. I'd only need like a day and a half. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Italian Irish. That's the Italian Irish. <laughs> yeah. And that's why Sabrina's in the greatest showman part two. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. Her mom will be there twenty oh times. <laughs> yeah, my mom uh my mom saw that movie in the movie theaters eight eighteen times. The movie itself is crap, but the soundtrack is amazing. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. So I need to listen to it. You just yeah. you could have just got your mom the soundtrack it's, and saved her all that money. <laughs> I know, but she's she's uh, she was obsessed. There was no stopping her. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it's just easier to let her just let her go. Just let her go. All right. Yeah. Was that the last email? Uh, no, we have one more. Okay. Uh, jail. There is a beer called Snake Venom, and it contains sixty-seven point five percent alcohol. Thought you guys might like to try it. However, it costs about eighty dollars a bottle which is a bummer, but what else is cool is that the bottle comes with a warning tag not to drink too much. <laughs> Hilarious! Mark. Uh, he would send this email. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to try it. Be on right. the lookout for snake venom. For snake venom. Well, yeah, I usually am. We live in Florida. There's rattlesnakes <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I don't know why, but what is it? What is the, from uh, Anchorman, the panther. Oh, Sex Panther. Sex Panther. We're 65% of the time, all the time. <laughs> What's that smell? <laughs> There's another actor who's gone downhill, Will Ferrell. Yeah, I saw a commercial for Holmes and Watson yeah. the other day being on Blu-ray, and I went, wow. I didn't that- even know it was released in theaters. They did, and it was out for probably about a week and a half, two weeks. Wow. It completely flopped. I imagine they just let Will Ferrell and John C. Riley just go at it with that's what a I've little heard. script, and yeah. it, that's not going to work. That's what I've heard. Um, I heard Step Brothers, when they filmed that, a lot of it was, the director just went, okay, here's where you are, now do something funny. And they don't give them like, any direction, anything, and there's not a script to go on where you can just like improv off of the script or anything. Yeah, yeah. They just go, here, be funny. See, I imagine Teledega Nights had a script and they riffed off the script. So it, put those two back in a movie because they're good together. Yeah. No, they're good together. Give yeah, them a script, right. let them rift when they want to rift, and then if it doesn't work, you can pull them back with the script. Because I could see them taking two to four takes on one scene well, where they're just improvising certain things. They did can... that in Teledega Nights because they showed at the end. Yeah. They show multiple oh, no. What's the worst the thing you have? Scene. You have outtakes at the end of the movie that you right. can show. Yeah. Well, film is cheap now. You could you could waste as much as you want. Yeah. Well, and even just, I mean, I was going to say most of the time, like, even if they just gave him an outline and said, okay, listen, this is, because um, this is what you do for a lot of quote unquote scripted, um, like improv pieces, mm-hmm. um, is that you give them like, hey, so when we do this, like this needs to happen point A. Right. And at some point you need to get to point B and then you need to end at point C. But how you get there from point A to B to B to C is completely, that's that's what's basically made up. There's two so, Bs. Yeah. That would be confusing. <laughs> well, that was one of the things I remember I one of my favorite writers saying is that he knows the beginning and he knows how he wants to end. Yeah. And how he gets there, that's the adventure on when he writes. Yeah. 
and improv is is very similar in the fact that you just kind of like i said everybody knows that at some point you need to get to this this part and after doing it a while you kind of get the feeling of like all right we need to we need to get to this section um and hit the next point because otherwise we're never going to finish i think it was agatha christie and i could be wrong it could have been a different writer but she always had the end she had the end but she didn't have how to get there so she wrote the end first and then she filled it went backwards which is cool i I yeah. guess that makes sense. Total sense if you're in that kind of style of writing. Yeah. Like a whodunit in reverse. All right. Well, that's it. We've gone. We've given you more <laughs> entertainment than you've paid for. <laughs> and if you're listening to this early on, then you didn't even have to pay for no, it. No, it was free. That's right, suckers. And if you free. paid for it, you could have listened to it for free. That's right. On PodCoin. Apparently, PodCoin pools all everything, <laughs> <laughs> whether we want them to pool it or not. You're welcome. Do <laughs> uh, so we want to go over how they can find us? No. They know. They know. What about a phone number? What if they sure, want to call in? Phone number. 867-5309. <laughs> got your number got on a wall. Number. Uh, our phone number, however, is 813-708-9717. Feel free to give us a call. Leave us a message. Right there. It's like, damn, you memorized that already? Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know it. Yeah. I don't either. I was really <laughs> impressed. It's in my phone. That's all I need. Yeah. And if you would like to send us emails like Mary and John and Al and Beth and Mark. Don't ramble on like Al did, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we like them short and sweet like Mark's. Um, go ahead and email us. You can email us at podcast42show at gmail.com. That's podcast42show at gmail.com. 42 is in numbers and not letters. All right. Well, that's that's it for the Shoot Your Shit show. Yeah. Shoot the shit. Shoot the shit. Oh, yeah. Shoot, shoot. your shit sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what I'm doing after this show. Boo, 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 boo. I don't got any danger field. <laughs> Well, I'm Christopher DeVos. <laughs> I'm Sabrina Pierre. Jail Troves. Bye. Bye. Stay fresh, cheese bags. All celebrity voices have been impersonated poorly. All conversations may or may not be 100% accurate as well. We have attempted to provide you with the facts as best to our knowledge with the help of a case of fear, some old man that tells stories down by the river, Wikipedia, and old homemade YouTube documentaries. Do not use anything you heard in this show to write a book report with. You will get a bad grade. A really 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 bad grade. Just like all of our hosts did when they were in school. Music was provided by Kramo. You can find more of his tunes at Kramo.com. This has been a Podcast 42 production.
was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.